What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this week, we're coming at you guys with my first pick of the month of August. Um, We had been doing some movies that weren't overly scary, so I wanted Mm -hmm. to change that and have us watch an actual movie from 2023. Not like Bones and All, where we were mistaken. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But tonight, we're going to be talking about Malum, which is Latin for evil found that out today okay. all right all right so it makes sense not salome like how you were trying to find <laughs> <laughs> you texted me last night you're like yeah where did you watch salome and i was like well that's not what the movie's <laughs> called <laughs> but we both found it we both watched it yeah um but yeah first time watch for both of us mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, before we talk about this movie, let's kick off our booze and news. Okay. Um, do we want to do it right now? Or do you want to? Let's just see what we're drinking first and then. All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, so. So tonight I stopped by the brewery uh, across the street from my place. Um, and the lady there is so nice. Like, just waiting at the door like they weren't that busy. Just waiting at the door, come in, you know, was looking to get some singles. And she's like, oh, yeah, we're over there. And she just went up. She's like, we got two new beers. Uh, she explained them to me. So I picked up uh, a few. And uh, one of the new ones they have. Um, now, this is a German brewery, so I'm probably <laughs> going to butcher this can but um it is auslander stolen okay uh, it's a kolsch style ale um so i, I didn't drop this one earlier so hopefully it doesn't explode oh on me but no, we're good fucking sprayed mm-hmm. next time i come down to prescott i'm gonna bring you some of these beers yeah it's good that's good yeah nice I just got a warning on my computer. Low system resources may affect your audio quality. Try closing some applications to improve performance. Hmm. I don't have anything open. Well, could that be on my end, maybe? I don't think so. I don't know. You got a lot of shit open? Does it still say it? No, they went away, but... Hmm. I don't know. Guess we'll find out. Guess so. Hopefully, we don't have to record this <laughs> twice. Um, as for me, I'm just drinking another summer's pee, but tonight it's red rhubarb. Nice. I like rhubarb a lot. Mm-hmm. We're a lot later recording tonight than we normally are. Yeah. I had this. I had this plan. I was gonna like make a mixed drink, and then I was like fucking flying down the stairs, and I just grabbed whatever was available. Yeah. Mm, what have you been watching? we'll do it in like the actual news okay okay. we'll do that people like what the fuck are these guys doing tonight (laughs) they're all over the place yeah uh so this week watched a bit um so uh let's see bones and all there we go um i think i mentioned unwelcome the last time yeah because i just finished watching it uh yeah watched a couple new movies 2023 i feel like i'm behind in 2023 movies um i've only watched like i forget what it is like maybe 25 movies um so i feel like i'm behind uh Mm -hmm. in new movies uh i watched blackberry um i really really liked it uh and i was reading the trivia so this is a a canadian made movie um Mm -hmm. because blackberry huh oh never mind sorry go ahead yeah uh because blackberry started in um in canada which uh i didn't know honestly so i didn't know that either Uh, i know they had an office in ottawa but i didn't know that Mm -hmm. uh originated here um i literally liked it i think jay burchell and glenn howerton were just fantastic Mm -hmm. it is really nice to see glenn howerton do something different than it's always sunny Mm -hmm. uh the wigs were awful, but uh, <laughs> it, I had a really 
fun time with it. Um, nice. I think guys people our age would really like it because there's a lot of throwback nostalgia, just like video games, movies, music. Uh, yeah, I really liked it. Um, so yeah. Nice. Uh, we watched Grand Torino. It's been a while since I've seen that. I think Great since movie. the feeders. Um, yeah, really good movie. Uh, yeah. If it's fifteen uh, years old, that's crazy. Yeah. I uh, went to the movies and watched uh, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. Um, I had a fun time with it. It was good. I think Fallout is better, still the best Mission Impossible movie. Uh, mm. But some of the the action sequences were really good. Um, it's really funny too, like kind of like slapstick comedy, okay. funny. Uh, some good additions. Um, uh, a girl, I'm going to play to butcher her name, but Palm Clement. Clement off or I forget her name, but she plays uh, Mantis in uh, yeah. Marvel. Uh, she was really cool. Um, yeah, I uh, had a fun time with it. And it was like a random Wednesday night I went. And when I came out, it was like probably like 8 o'clock. And like the theater was packed. Like, yeah, I couldn't believe how busy it was. Uh, so like I said last week, I think just movies are back because. That's good. Um, yeah, I want to go see Talk to Me this week weekend. Hopefully, uh, how many theaters is it in around you? Two. Fuck. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not playing here. Yeah, Barhaven and uh, the one I always go to. Mm. Um, yeah, and then I watched uh, the Michael J. Fox documentary. Still, mm-hmm. uh, it was good. Um, I didn't think there was like anything like new that I really learned from it. Mm-hmm um because he's been pretty like vocal about his yeah uh what's um parkinson's, parkinson's uh, yeah. for a while now um yeah it wasn't as sad as i thought it was going to be was, i mean still obviously a sad movie but mm-hmm. yeah just you way... text... oh go ahead i was gonna say you texted me saying like oh i'm getting ready to cry i'm like mm-hmm. ah no i think you'll be all right <laughs> yeah and uh, i didn't know or i forgot that he was canadian too oh yeah yeah at least that's what it says in the synopsis. So yeah, he is Canadian. But... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I finished our book that we chose uh, as a group, uh, the Ruins. Um, so I can finally watch the movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a review up on um, our Instagram. Uh, show us your spines. Show us your spines. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So check it out. Very nice. Yes, sir. What about you? Uh, for me, I have watched more than last week. <laughs> uh, after watching La La Land, it made me mm-hmm. like really kind of want to watch Dirty Dancing. So I watched that. Nice. Uh, <clears throat> fucking great movie. I love that movie so much. Um, Sarah and I didn't have the boys last Saturday. They stayed at her mm-hmm. parents Friday or Saturday. Um, so we watched Ticket to Paradise, uh, George Clooney yes. and um, uh, Julie Roberts. Not great, but typical rom com. Yeah, I was gonna watch it uh, the other day because it's on Kareem. So yeah, yeah, it wasn't terrible, but yeah. Uh, I watched Transformers: Rise of the Beasts after your stellar recommendation. Yeah. Um, I had a great time with it. It was a lot of fun, a lot of mm-hmm. like nostalgia factor because we grew up watching Beast Wars. And then there's that like credit scene at the end, and I was just like, oh fucking right. And I'm so yeah. excited. Yeah. I I was hoping it was a different one because I didn't mm-hmm. I just heard it was um something to do with uh Mattel. Mm-hmm. Um so I was kind of disappointed, but yeah, still cool. Thanks, um, and I love that after the Barbie movie that they're just going all in on the Mattel cinematic universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're making a Monopoly movie now. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, and lastly, I watched Renfield. Nice. Which was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was fun, but I. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I kind of feel the same way. Yeah. I don't know. It was Nicholas Cage was great. 
uh and um what's his name there the other Nicholas guy Holt. Nicholas Holt he was good but I don't know there's just something better where I was like me yeah I felt the same way not really one I'd rush to rewatch anytime soon mm-hmm. yeah but yeah not a whole lot um where's my shit not a whole lot I uh, started playing Ghost of Tsushima again Nice. That game is so good. If anyone that's listening has not played it before, you should. Yeah, it's a great game. All right, now for the news. We have some news, us as our podcast. Um, we've made mention of it already. We're dropping our a podcast on Elm Street episodes down to twice a month, so once every two weeks. But we're still going to be recording four episodes a month in our off weeks. So the second and or every other week. Yeah, every other week we are going to be recording action movies under a new podcast Mm -hmm. called a podcast on Fury Road. Yeah. Um. Very excited for this new little venture that we have going. Mm -hmm. Um. Obviously, we love horror movies, but we also enjoy other genres of movies. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun to talk about mm-hmm. different uh, different genre. Yeah. And I think action is a very close second, I think, for both of us. Because mm-hmm. um, we grew up kind of just outside of like the peak era of action. Yeah. Um, and I think that kind of with horror uh just the technicality behind the making of action movies is very similar to horror and mm-hmm. i think like horror it makes for good talking points mm-hmm. um because like with horror movies you know like you see like a sick kill or some twist you like get hyped up talk about it like get excited and yeah. same with like action movies like it was a really cool action scene or like set piece like Mm-hmm. All these new Mission Impossible movies, right? It's like holy shit! You could talk about, you know, everything that went into it. I just I think there's a lot of content, uh, yeah, with it. I agree, definitely. Um, as of right now, we do not know our first movie. Um, our friend Dennis is doing; he's been doing like a couple weeks long poll now on his mm-hmm. Instagram to help us decide our first movie. Mm-hmm. Um. I think I know what the final three are going to be, mm-hmm. but I don't know. We might have a little upset going into it. We'll Maybe, see. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so keep a, keep an eye out for that. Um, so next mm-hmm. week we will not be releasing an episode on this podcast, but we will be mm-hmm. releasing our first ever episode yeah. under a podcast on Fury Road. Mm-hmm. All right, and as for horror news, I only really have one big thing, and it's like the most talked about thing in the horror community right now, and that is the fact that the lads from Radio Silence are stepping are stepping down um, from directing Scream Seven. Mm-hmm. They've claimed that they just don't have the time to do it with their Universal Monsters movie that they're currently in the process of doing. Um, so Christopher Landon has stepped in and he's going to be directing Scream 7. Uh, he's done um, Happy Death Day, uh, Freaky with Vince Vaughn. Um, so like a horror comedy background. So I hope he doesn't yeah. I don't say ruin mm-hmm. the Scream like kind of trilogy that they have going on. Mm-hmm. But like, I just hope he doesn't change it to be more horror yeah. comedy it should be interesting because scream six was so much dark and mm-hmm. brutal um than a lot of the past ones we've seen yeah so i wonder if he's gonna continue that and i wonder mm-hmm. if it's gonna still take in new york place in new york or if they're gonna go back to yeah uh woodsboro woodsboro mm-hmm because, I mean, realistically, like, the first four Scream movies, like, there were comedy aspects to it, for sure. Mm-hmm. Especially the first one, like, mm-hmm. with Stu and Billy. Like, 
there is definitely yeah. some comedy aspect. It's but... like they're almost they're not a satire, but like in that same vein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the whole meta thing. Yeah. So I mean, if we didn't have Scream Five and Six, it'd be I'd be fine with him coming in mm-hmm. and doing like more of a comedy sort of aspect to it. But I hope because we have these characters and we already have this sort of uh, like stepping stone already in place. I hope he kind of continues on with what they've already started for now. Anyways, for this movie. Yeah. 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 That's pretty much the only big one. I mean, there was a trailer for saw X or saw 10. Um, Mm -hmm. I haven't watched it yet, so I don't know uh, what it's looking like, but I know that Amanda is back in this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I read the synopsis on it and I'm kind of on board for what they're doing with it. Sort of like a prequel to the previous nine movies mm-hmm. or eight, I guess, because it takes place between one and two. Mm. Um, but yeah, we'll see how it is. Okay. Insidious The Red Door is now available on VOD to rent and buy. So mm-hmm. if you didn't catch that in theaters, you can watch it at home now. Yeah but I'm not spending $25 to rent it. <laughs> no, sir. What do we got for 4k? Uh, so 4k got some this week. Um, so obviously Guardians of the galaxy, mm-hmm. uh, six deal book. I need that. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Uh, we got two guns, um, which I don't think I've ever seen that movie. Actually. I haven't. No. Uh, uh, sick Big Lebowski steelbook, which which I absolutely need because that's one of my favorite movies. That's um, really cool. Yeah, sick. Uh, Cinderella 4K, all right. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, that'd be a good pickup to get. Mm-hmm. Classic. Uh, man, these prices are wild. That's American. That's even worse. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, East of Eden, real bravo. Nightbreed, uh, Night uh, actually, yeah, I watched that on Shutter um, a few years ago. Uh, Disney's still releasing these uh, steel books. Um, so we got Cinderella, Frozen, and Beauty and the Beast. Nice. Uh, so obviously, they're going with the uh, Disney princess theme on that, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, some pickups that uh i'm definitely interested in so yep definitely all right need to cue the theme music and start talking about this movie let's get into it Like we said in the intro this week, we are talking about Malum from 2023. Starting off the synopsis, a rookie police officer willingly takes the last shift at a newly decommissioned police station in an attempt to uncover the mysterious connection between her father's death and a vicious cult. This was Mm -hmm. a reboot, retelling remake whatever you want to call it of last shift that came out back in 2014 um personally i don't think it needed to be made but we'll get Mm -hmm. more into that as the discussion goes on i've never seen the last shift um yeah we'll we'll get into that later yeah uh this was directed by anthony de blasi who did last shift um he did dread most likely to die extremity and her last will it stars no one that i've heard of um jessica sula who played jessica um she's in the scream tv show split and a tv show called tv show called panic 
I don't remember her in Split or Scream, to be now honest. Now that you say that, I do remember her. She was one of the friends that gets captured. In Split? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm. It's been a long time since I've watched that. Yeah, I just watched that uh, last year. Yeah. Nice. Uh, next, I have Clark Wolf, who played Dorothy. Um, she's in Torn Hearts, Death December, and Satanic Panic. Uh, I guess. Okay. That's why I knew her mm-hmm. name sounded familiar. Yeah. Uh, Cheney Morrow plays John Malum. Uh, he was in Wrong Turn 2021 and Haunt. So hmm. I said I don't recognize any of the names, but I mean, I do recognize <laughs> the, the, the movies that they've been in, some of them. Yeah. Um, he played the, the ghost guy in Haunt, though. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and lastly, I have Candace Coke, who played Diane. <laughs> and she is in Kevin Can Fuck Himself. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, Kevin. Um, she was a dancer in La La Land. Oh. Um, and then she was in a bunch of one-off episodes of pretty popular TV shows. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't have any honorable mentions. I didn't really recognize anybody yeah. in the movie. No. So that's all I got. All right. Let's go. Um, so this, like you said, this is a remake, retelling, whatever of The Last Shift. Do you think if I would have seen that movie, I would have enjoyed this more? No. Okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Anyways, because um, as I was watching this, I kept like reverting back to Last Shift and thinking mm-hmm. about all of the things that it did better than this movie. Mm-hmm. So, okay, no, that's pretty much what I saw in like a lot of reviews. I saw Letterbox was like, this did not need to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, Lost Ship was so much better. Blah blah blah. So, and like, yeah, when this first came out, like I was like, okay, sick. Like, probably a bigger budget. Like, it might he might have like tweaked the story a little bit, made it a little bit better. But I just I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure I didn't check the budgets, but I'm sure that this one had a bit of a bigger budget, but it was almost to the detriment of the movie Mm -hmm. because they, I don't know. I found they used more CGI in this. I think anyways, it looked like CGI, some of it to me. Yeah. I'd say the last little bit of the movie, Mm -hmm. I don't think that was CGI. I mean, unless it was really fucking good CGI, but yeah, I don't know. There's just like, way more to this movie than last shift way more i mean like there was way more going on like last shift okay i think that's i think that's why i mean it's cuts out of the bag already i I think that's why i didn't like this movie that much Mm -hmm. because like last shift like yeah it's the same type of story like the it's the Mm -hmm. female cop who takes on the night shift at this place where this uh where the cult shit happened and all this stuff and but it it was so creepy because like there was so little i don't want to say so little going on but like there's like a lot of tension breaks so like like Mm -hmm. stuff where you think something's gonna happen but it doesn't where Mm -hmm. in this one like every fucking corner you turn something's going on dude i was getting so like like 30 minutes into the movie like she gets to the station pretty early and like you know the first like 25 minutes like there's just stuff happening every second and i was like Mm -hmm. by like you know an hour into the movie i was bored i did not give a shit about this movie at all like Mm -hmm. like it was so hard for me not to go on my phone and just do shit like yeah you know i was the same way and like like because there was like all this cult shit going on inside, like all these followers or whatever. And like the, the whole pig thing. And that was weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the guy that she has in there, that's a prisoner that happens in last shift, but they do it so much better. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah. Like there was just so much going on and like all these flashbacks. And like, she, I said it in my review on letterbox, like she, hallucinates to the point where like she thinks she's somewhere else and then just all of a sudden she's like wakes up where Mm -hmm. she was before yeah and it was like i've been vocal on this before i think like 
any time that we have movies that are scary or like crazy shit going on. And then at the end of it, you find out like, Oh, it was just a dream. I think that's like the biggest fucking cop out ever. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I felt this movie was like just yeah. everything. She just kept hallucinating everything. And it was just, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like the first little bit of it, I liked, like I liked the lead up and the mm. explanation of uh, the whole thing. Like, you know, it starts with the video footage of the cult killing the people. The pigs mm-hmm. are eating them, and then it cuts to the the dad. Um, I forget his name, but he saved three of the girls. One of them didn't make it because he didn't call in for backup or something quick enough. Mm-hmm. And you know, it shows like his camaraderie with the other police officers, and he's like really down on himself because he didn't save the girl, and they're like trying to get him up, and then uh the scene at the gun range like that shit blew my mind I that was not, that was insane like it blew her mind too literally yeah <laughs> uh you know there's these two people going up to practice and the guy's like kind of flirting with this girl and mm-hmm. the camera's on her and all of a sudden just bang and like her head explodes like the camera doesn't pan away from it which yeah. i can appreciate Mm-hmm. uh that definitely caught me off guard <laughs> um but yeah it was the 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 dad goes on this killing rampage with a shotgun and then you know he turns the uh the gun himself and you know um yeah that that opening was insane uh, yeah it was so good. basically this cult is you know they they bow to the temple of the low god there's this guy, um, what's his name? What's John the leader's Malin. name? John Malum. Uh, Malum, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's the leader of this? Um, and he's been doing this for decades, uh, doing these rituals and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And then once it gets to the decommissioned station, I just, I don't know. I had so many questions. It just didn't make any sense to me. Like, mm-hmm. so like I couldn't wrap my head around this, like the whole movie. So like it's a decommissioned station that shut it down because everything happened there. Mm-hmm. Why are they still working there? Well, this is like the last day of it, I think. And like, I think the building's being tore down like the next day. Yeah. But like, so- they're in their new building why does why do they have to be there like i don't yeah i don't understand i don't know if it's just well because like there's still files and shit there so maybe she has to stay there for that until they can get everything completely uh, moved many, over. to be honest it's just I a little i don't know yeah i don't know i'm not I, sure i get like the last shift like mm-hmm. but I, I just didn't understand why she was there and like and almost felt like the guy that she was talking to at the station was like John Malum or something like, mm-hmm. yeah, he, was like he, he kept saying that he was going to help her but then like help doesn't show up until like near the end of the movie mm-hmm. oh you mean the guy on the phone yeah 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 so he does eventually shift into John oh does he on like her last phone call with him mm, right, he like turns right. crazy yeah but I thought you meant like the the officer that's there whenever she first oh, gets uh, there. He's like throwing the basketball <laughs> around. Grip. Yeah. His name's Grip. Like what the fuck? Uh, I liked him a lot, man. I thought he was funny. Like he was an he's asshole, wild. but he just gets there and this guy's just going nuts throwing the basketball and it's like I, I don't know. I just felt like this movie just did shit just for the sake of being weird and just. Mm-hmm. to have stuff to do i don't i don't know man yeah um yeah jessica's mom is uh a drunk she kind of doesn't like the uh the dad um and uh, uh jessica's the cop she wants to kind of figure out what happened at the station um it's like yeah. her first shift as a cop too yeah, like, it is. Yeah, she's she pulls up to the building and she's still like reciting her police handbook. Mm-hmm. She, she's just like, "I'm a police officer. Uh, I need to protect my people." And like yeah. she's going through all the the stages in this book. Yeah, yeah. like 
uh, I just didn't believe her as a cop. No. Um, like she keeps getting these prank phone calls and like, it was like really cringy. She was like telling the people like, I'm going to call the cops on you or like call, mm-hmm. call someone. She like calls the guy and she's like, yeah, I like to report a prank call. And <laughs> the guy's like, what are you talking about? Like we have other <laughs> shit to worry about. There's people riding in the streets because this cult is like taking over the town basically because they don't mm-hmm. have enough cops. She's like, yeah, I'm going to report this prank call. And it's like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah Take uh, a fucking number and get out of here yeah yeah um but yeah there's like this random shit happening like throughout this whole movie especially at the start like you know the ball bouncing the showers turn on you hear someone walking uh she sees someone in the gymnasium that doesn't mm-hmm. like it's just so much stuff that happens and you keep hearing like the singing the chanting of the the cult yeah. and all this shit and it's not even scary like the only scary things i felt like were just cheap jump scares like at mm-hmm. the end or whatever the shit like those hallucinations whenever the people would like pop up with like the fucking pig head and like mm-hmm. it's just like a very quick loud um yeah. jump scares mm-hmm. yeah i mean the atmosphere was there and mm-hmm. one thing i do like about this movie is that it was all shot on location at an abandoned police station yeah so i thought that was cool Mm because like a lot of the lighting in this movie whenever she's not excuse me in her like little office is a lot of the lighting is just coming from her flashlight yeah which i thought was a nice added touch and it does add to the tension in the movie but Mm -hmm. i do agree like this movie is very reliant on jump scares yeah and Um, i'll i'll admit some of them got me Oh, me times. too. Like, yeah, definitely. But um, but yeah, then she hears someone knocking on the outside, and uh well, before that, she decides to unload on the lock on her dad's little locker, mm-hmm. which I mean she can get shit for, right? Because like, you know, you gotta check your ammo at the end of your shift or whatever. But yeah. she finds this box that has like evidence of the the night that the killings happened um at the ritual or whatever mm-hmm. she finds like i think the name the girl's name is betty her shoe yeah and then she there's like this homeless fat guy outside trying to get in he's like talking gibberish like uh i know she's in there or like where is she stuff like that and he starts mm-hmm. like pissing and then she like gets a mop and like cleans it up and it's just like oh my god this place is decommissioned why do you need to clean it up yeah like, but then uh the cult like leaves a pig outside and she calls like the the guy and the officer and she's like oh they left a pig and he's like don't worry about it we'll we'll get the pig yeah I think it's just a do, fucking pig then what she do she goes out and gets the pig and it's like what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> brings it inside with her yeah and then she finds this other area and there was like an open door that was a jar and oh, the this guy Huh? I'm just being an what? idiot. Because you oh, said there okay. was an open door. It was a jar. And I said, no, it was a door. Oh. <laughs> Good one. Uh, so it was this homeless guy. And the movie doesn't tell you who he is, but like you kind of piece it together. It's, I'm guessing, Betty's dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because he like finds the, the shoe and he's like looking at it. And then, um, she like just tases him and starts to take him into the uh the holding cell, which is like where John Malum died. So mm-hmm. that's like where his spirit and stuff haunts people. Yeah. Um I did think this scene was kind of creepy. Cause you yeah. see like someone holding the flashlight and then like that it points to the corner and you think it's like the the homeless guy holding this flashlight but it's not him he's in the corner like oh mm-hmm. shit yeah yeah do we see anything in this in this part i don't think so eh? not really no 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 she gets locked in there then yeah. somehow she gets out just yeah the, the door, door just opens up door just opens so yeah and she calls the other cop again yeah and i think was this the part where he was like, oh, did you go back to the holding cells or something? And 
Yeah. We find out that it's all full of black mold and it's like causing hallucinations and shit like that. Yeah. So like yeah. at that point, like I was just rolling my eyes because I was like, great, here we go. It's going to be one of those movies where it's just going to be hallucination after hallucination. Yeah. And sure as shit, that's mm-hmm. what we got. Yeah. And like, I didn't even see black mold. I mean, I, I don't know. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Jessica ends up outside again. And there's this random ass prostitute that falls out of car. So Jessica has to help her and mm-hmm. bring her inside. And uh, this whole encounter was just like, what was even the point? Like, yeah. The fucking prostitute like stands up. There's like blood on his chair. And she's like, Oh, do you have a tampon? And Jessica's <laughs> like, get the fuck out. And it's yeah. like, I don't know. I just. Just a filler I, scene, really. Yeah. Um, And then like, I don't know, the whole like middle, nothing for me really like happened. Just kind of like blurred together. Like mm-hmm. she was just like running around the the station, just hallucinating and hearing things. And you see like people behind her when she's on the phone and like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's nothing really even worth mentioning. I mean, not unless really. there are some things that you wanted to bring up. Not really. Not until she finds the uh, the flash drive in her dad's uh, mm. files, I guess, or like he had like a like a box or something. Yeah, and she ends up finding a flash drive. But like, yeah, there's nothing really going on until then. I, I kinda... did like the scene uh, when she's in the shooting range. And that she hallucinates of that like person with the mask of like the fucked up teeth. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, what the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah. I knew something was gonna happen in that one too, because like all the the targets, like, because they're on those tracks, right? Mm-hmm. And all the targets start coming towards her, and I was like, there's gonna be someone behind one of these fucking things. Yeah, but and like even yeah. though I knew it was coming, it still got me. Yeah, I didn't expect that thing to pop up. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and then like the. The phone keeps uh, ringing. Um, she keeps picking up the phone and like the calls is like, don't fucking hang up or I'll kill this bitch or some shit mm. like threatening her. It's like, yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, because we do find out that the three girls that got saved the year before by her dad have also been re-kidnapped. Mm-hmm. They, they disappeared from a party. She like how much of that did you think was real, though? Like all that happened i don't know like i'm kind of on the fence with it like the whole ending part yeah like where like john malam is there yeah like i i, I don't know i guess it's uh, up. i could i know like there was parts of it that was hallucinating mm-hmm. because after she does what she does like without giving anything away in the ending right now Mm-hmm. everything just kind of disappears around her yeah yeah so, but uh i don't know i think yeah. everything was just a big fucking hallucination mm-hmm. that's how i feel too because of the black mold um, <laughs> but uh yeah on the computer in the office she like has um like a file on it and she opens it and like there's like videos of that night it happened and then like it cuts to like uh, a camera like behind her, mm-hmm. like watching her, and she like turns around and like the her in the care TV is like still like sitting there and like but some stuff happens with that. It's like mm-hmm. I don't know, pretty cool imagery, I guess, but mm-hmm. it's just all kind of silly to me. Um, and then the cops that we see from getting that we're friends with her, they show up um to get the man from the cell. Mm-hmm. And one scene that kind of like bugged me is like the the guy with the mustache is like he's like oh you know you're so and so's daughter and mm-hmm. he's like hold on I gotta show you something I was like okay takes her to like the lockers and just pulls out the shotgun she's like is that it he's like yeah and it's like why why show her that like I don't know I you knew it was gonna come back up later on right. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why. Well, did you catch that? Because he's what? dead. Who? The cop. Because there was another jump scare in this scene. 
Well, the fat cop was dead, right? Because he went in the the cell. No, both cops were dead. Oh, really? Because whenever he shows her the shotgun, she goes mm-hmm. to reach for it. And he goes, no, don't touch it. It has to stay here. And then yeah. he goes and puts it back beside the locker. And then he turns back and his face is blown off. So he was one of the cops that her, her dad killed. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So I don't know if like, I don't know if this whole point was for him to like show her where it was for like mm-hmm. down the road or I don't know. I really don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many, I don't knows with this movie. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. And then she gets to like the one scene where she gets to the gym and does when like all the girls are like, starting to like show up the girls like kidnapped and it's mm-hmm. like how much of this stuff is real like i have no idea because like she walks in the gym and the one girl who has like the missing eye like i don't know what happened mm-hmm. with her but she has a girl there and she's like oh I'll shoot her or whatever she shoots the girl and then like all of a sudden like all these people start running from the gymnasium towards jessica and i was like yeah. they're like bags on their head it's like i don't know what's real like mm-hmm. it's not scary to me that scene for me was a little scary because the like the whole chasing thing that I talked mm. about like way back yeah. in our train to Busan episode like that just gives yeah. me so much anxiety man like <laughs> the thought of being chased so like um, that was a little freaky to me it, I don't understand it but just seeing mm. them all coming out of the shadows that I was like oh yeah. Jesus I don't like yeah. that uh how did the second girl die what was her death? She got shot. The first one got shot. Was the third one that was hanging? The third one was the fucking crazy one. Yeah. Who was? I don't I remember. She died. Anyway. Um, but the third girl, holy shit, that was <laughs> insane. So Jessica goes into like the cell and the the girl's like hanging there, and Jessica like I forget what happens there, but she like can't move. She can't get to her. And then like the rope is like pulling on her like mm-hmm. hard and her fucking eyeball like pops out of her head. Like it was <laughs> insane. I did not expect that. Yeah. Not at all. And then her the rope gets so tight that it eventually just cuts her head right off. Yeah. And then we see Jessica covered in blood. And that's like what the movie poster is. is yeah. Or like yeah. kind of looking up, just covered in blood. Yeah. Cause like her fingers are up on the rope trying to stop it and like mm-hmm. breaks her, cuts her fingers off. That's mm-hmm. nuts. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, And then somehow Jessica's mom shows up here. Well, it's like, I don't well, know. She'd called her mom earlier. Oh, did, oh she did. Message. Yeah. 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 And like she, they have an estranged relationship because she calls mm-hmm. her mom Diane, and like yeah. every interaction that they have, they're fighting with each other. Mm-hmm. But then we also find out. Do we find out? Yeah, right before her mom comes, we find out that she was part mm-hmm. of the cult, and like yeah, Jessica was it... born into the cult. Yeah, yeah, and John Malum still looks the same. Mm-hmm. back then so you're like what the fuck but mm-hmm. you come to find out that he's like basically i think been like sacrificing these people so he can look the same age like he's mm-hmm. just doesn't age at all yeah right um and then the scene so jessica has the shotgun and i think it's john Mallon that it's in the is it john Mallon that's in the hallway when she shoots him and it turns out to be the mom that she shot. Was it him? No. She was no. hallucinating there was someone. Yeah, it was someone and else, but I don't think it was shot him. them, but it turned out to be her mom that she shoots. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I knew was going to happen. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Because uh, she'd already done this before when she, uh, the pig, the pig got out of the fucking holding cell. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then it turned into like this fucking crawling thing from fucking the last of us was its face all like blown off and then she kills it and it ends up being the pig. So they, Mm -hmm. they recycle the same type of thing again later on. Yeah. 
Um, the final scene, like I thought it was nuts. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know what the fuck I was watching. She's in like the shooting range and there's like people hanging and there's like these people with like bags on their head and like these fucked up teeth and like their eyes are like glowing, like bluish kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like, I don't know if they were all like demons or what. Yeah. Um, but in the back, there's like this kind of throne with she thinks it's her mom that's sitting in there. She takes the bag off and it's John Malum, like kind of like dead, right? He's mm-hmm. like kind of uh rotting away and stuff like yeah. that. And then like she turns around and there's this like I don't know how I would describe it, like that's <laughs> something thing in a fucking, Hellraiser. That looked fucking cool. Yeah. Like it did. Like a starfish head, I don't know, <laughs> weird thing. Like it's like its its skin was like on its face, but also like peeled off of it and like suspended by these hook things that were on yeah. this like circular thing that was around yeah. its head. It's hard to explain, but like picture, I found it was like kind of like a cenobite. Yeah, from Hellraiser, mm-hmm. like something like what it came out of that movie, and its eyes were like super small and like beady. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that happens. Uh how's Jessica get killed? How's she die for she, she shoots herself? Shot? Oh yeah, she shoots herself with a shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then the movie ends with uh the John Malin there on his throne, and then beside him is uh Jessica. Mm-hmm. But then she jumps back to life. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, is she dead? I don't know. I don't, I don't give a shit to be honest <laughs> <laughs> that's fair yeah oh fuck that is fair All right. yeah I, mean, I, I don't have anything else to say about this movie so yeah me either watch last shift instead it's a better movie okay i will <laughs> um that's the way the blood splatters it's like fucking four weeks in a row i've had to wait for you i know man it's been a while all right. How did you rate this movie? <laughs> um, so, story. I'll go a. I'll I'll be nicer. I'll go two out of ten. Um, I just did not connect with this story at all. I thought it was so convoluted and all over the place. Just stuff didn't make sense. Like it felt like they were just throwing stuff in for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the main actress, like, I don't think she did a very good job. Uh, yeah, it's just the story, the whole cult thing, like, you don't really get that much background on it. Like, yeah, you get flashbacks, but it's just them feeding people the pigs. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, two out of 10, um, uh, quality, I'll go three out of ten i guess uh i mean like the editing was i don't think the editing was very good the the dialogue and writing i thought was not good um the only like saving grace of it is like the special effects i thought they looked really cool especially that last like demon thing i thought was awesome really cool Mm -hmm. kills surprisingly well only a couple like the shotgun at the start is like just surprised i did not expect that but yeah um yeah. Didn't really pay them to the score at all. I don't even know if there was any good or not, but yeah. Okay. It's very, I don't want to say disappointing because I don't know what I was going into, like expecting. So, yeah. Yeah. So, two out of 10 and three out of 10. All right. I don't know what the fuck just happened to all my notes. I pushed a button and now they're gone. Uh oh. Okay. Anyways, all right. Well, I gave my story a two out of 10. I had a big write up for it, but uh, basically the same as you said. Like, there's just so much going on. It was really confusing. The whole like hallucination thing really took me out of this movie. Um, And it's unfortunate because I thought. Anthony Dublasi did a really good job with mm-hmm. uh with last shift. Um, so I've I don't want to say like he like put like a 
tarnish on his career or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like this movie was definitely not needed. Um, So, yeah, that's what I have for that. Um, And my quality, I gave it a five out of ten. I I enjoyed the effects. The creature designs were cool. Um, The on on location setting was really cool to me. Like how I mentioned before, like everything's like super dark except for a flashlight. Um, so some, like the way that it was filmed at some points was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and that whole ending, uh, uh, monster demon thing, I guess mm-hmm. was really cool too. So yeah, two out of 10 and a five out of 10. Very nice. Um okay, I'm going to need to go to Rotten Tomatoes on my computer now. <laughs> of, give me a second. All right, the critics consensus. Malum lures you to clock in for another Mason-esque last shift at a haunted police station with sheer blunt lore and gore. So based on that, what do you think the critics scored it? gonna say 56 <laughs> you're not gonna believe this the critics scored this 84 percent how many reviews 25 okay the, yeah see that's There's, why i hate rotten tomatoes because there's they're like yeah but still the average score was a 7 out of 10 there was 21 fresh ratings and four rotten ones. Yeah. The audience score has a <laughs> 54%. Okay, so it's close on that. Yeah. On 100 ratings and an average score of 3.2 out of 5. Nice. Or 6.4 out of 10. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Let's see what Letterbox has for us. So Letterbox has a 2.6 out of 5. So just over that 50%. Uh, I give it a 1 out of 5. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. What did you give it? 1.5. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're the only ones that have reviewed it. Really? Uh, my friend of our friends, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it is pretty new, I guess, but. Yeah. But I feel like it was <clears throat> it was kind of talked about quite a bit when it first came out. Never heard of this movie, so I um... guess yeah. <laughs> God, I'm still trying to find this email. This is pissing me off. I don't know what the hell happened to it. I don't get it. Anyways, ready for the scare section? Yes, sir. What did you give it for a scare rating? Uh, I'll give it a three out of ten. Um, was it really okay? There's a few jump scares, but like mm-hmm. I don't know, they're kind of cheap jump scares, so kind of don't count that. But uh, the gore was really well done. Um, the practical effects well done, really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at least I can appreciate that. Um, so three to ten. Uh, scariest scene. I mean, I got to go with the hanging scene. Like, if it wasn't for that, I probably would have picked the shotgun at the start because I did not expect that. But Mm -hmm. just the scene with the girl hanging just kept fucking going. Like, her fingers break off. uh, Her fucking skin is so tight. Her eye pops out. I was like, what the fuck (laughs) is this? I've never seen this before. Um, So, yeah, it's just gross and disgusting. So Nice. Yeah. How would you? Would you oh, wait. survive? Uh, would I survive? Um, I mean, I wouldn't go to this cop station in the fucking first place. And it seems like John Malam only goes after women. So that's true. But, yeah, from this movie, it seems like. But mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, yeah. He's one of those cult leaders that like just wants all these wives. Yeah, like, sister uh, wives. Sorry, I just had a random question pop up mm-hmm. so there's a flashback in the movie of when you find out that jessica's mom was in the cult yeah 
and John Malam like does this baptism of Jessica, right? Mm-hmm. So was the dad in the cult too, or was she John Malam's kid? I think. I think she, huh? that's because her mom is talking to her as a baby, saying that her dad's <clears throat> coming to save them or something like that, and John doesn't like her dad. I think it was something along those lines. Okay. Okay. So I think like her mom was in the cult, but like she'd obviously met her dad somehow, or if her dad was in the cult too, maybe. And he had, he was coming to like take them out of it. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, What about you for scare section? Uh, my scare rating, I gave it a four out of ten. Um, same reasons as you. Uh, it does rely on the jump scares. Um, the imagery was really creepy, and I already mentioned the setting and whatnot. I thought that was super creepy. Um, and the uh, the homeless guy. I don't know. There's just something about him. Like I kept expecting more to happen with him. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like one of the only like extra characters in the movie that I was kind of okay with mm-hmm. him being there. He just added like mm-hmm. another element to the movie. Yeah. Um, Cause like the whole movie, you know, he's there, but he's not in the movie really. Right. Mm-hmm. But you have in the back of your mind that there's still this other guy that's in there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I did. I enjoyed the, uh, the gore. Um. The effects were good. There were some really fucked up scenes that they did well. Um, my scary scene, uh, I said the scene in the gun range, not with the shotgun, but whenever all those targets are coming Mm -hmm. at her and then she pulls it down and that fucking thing's right there. (laughs) That dude, I, that got me. Like I jumped at that scene. (laughs) Nice. Um, and those things were creepy as fuck, dude. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Like you mentioned before, like they kind of looked like demons. Like they had like sharp teeth and like gross teeth, and like their skin almost looked black. Yeah. But like they had the pillowcases over their heads, but like the eyes were cut out and the mouth holes were cut out. But like mm-hmm. the pillowcases almost looked wet. Yeah. So it's kind of sticking to their skin. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. They were just really gross. Yeah, they were. And what I survived, I gave the same answer as you. Like I would not be in that police station in the first place. Like, this is where your dad went on a massacre and killed all of his friends and coworkers, killed mm-hmm. the cultists that were there, and then killed himself. Like, why would you sign up for this? Yeah. Knowing that, like, all this shit happened there. Mm-hmm. And at one point, she just break down, right? She's like, I can't do this anymore. I thought I could. Mm-hmm. Too late now. No. Nope. You're already there. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. It wasn't a great movie, but we knocked another 2023 movie off the list. So we sure did. Yeah. There was some positive with watching this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's your pick for yeah. two weeks from now. Yes, sir. What are we watching? Uh, so I went back and forth with a couple of movies, um, but I just decided that I really wanted to cover this movie because um, it's been a while since I've seen it. Uh, it's more of a drama, but the second genre on IMDb is horror, so right. I will let that slide. Um, it is The Killing of a Sacred Deer. Oh, okay. Which I don't think you've seen. No, I haven't. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. A little uh, A24 yeah. movie, so. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Or Cafe's doing a whole month of A24 movies right now, too. Oh, yeah, they just did uh, Men, yeah. Yeah, I haven't yeah. listened to the episode yet, but... Yeah, I'm sure Erica has great things to say about it, because she loves that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I need to rewatch that movie just to see what she's putting down on it, but... Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, Killing of a Sacred Deer in two weeks' time. Yeah. And like I said before, or like we said before, keep your ears and eyes open for our first episode. 
on our action movie podcast. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. And if you guys want to catch us on social media, you can find us at a podcast on Elm Street on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you click the link in our bio on Instagram, you'll find links to our T Public account where we have our merch, and there's also a link to our Patreon account if you wish to support the podcast that way. There's links to our individual letterboxed accounts, our Discord server, and anywhere that you can listen to us. I haven't put the link up to our other Instagram yet, mm. um, but I probably will do that. Um, and then that one's going to have its own link tree that will be linking all of the shit to. Cool. Yeah. <sighs> all right. Sorry for uh, making you wait so long tonight. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's a Friday. Yeah. Have a long weekend. This is true. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. All, all right. right. Talk to you guys next week. See you later. <laughs>